Welcome again to another edition of the Biblical Resolutions Podcast, brought to you by the House of Jacob Bible Study Class, located at 2515 East 75th Street in Chicago, Illinois. And today we are dealing with episode number 14, if I'm correct, and we are dealing with the brotherhood. And what we're going to look at is um, simply, you know, the Lord laid out certain certain ways we were supposed to live together as brothers and sisters. So, you know, we're just going to touch on some of those things in this podcast. Um, but before we get into it, I want to introduce the brothers on the podcast today. We have Brother Solomon, Brother Hissamak, Brother Benaya, and we have also Brother Terry who's going to help us uh, with some of the reading today. And um, I want to remind the listeners to please follow the Biblical Resolutions podcast by going to our podcast page at hojbible.podbean.com. Or you can go to the House of Jacob's main website, which is thehouseofjacob.org. You can listen to the podcast. You can uh, watch our live stream that happens every Saturday at 1 p.m. Chicago time. And uh, you can make your donations also. So let's get right into it. Let's get right into the brotherhood. You know, we all have to develop the right mentality toward one another because the kingdom is made up of is made up of people and everybody has certain jobs, certain responsibilities, but also a kingdom, you know, that, that, that stands and that, you know, uh, uh, flourishes is one where the people, um, are able to be on one accord. They're able to be on the same page. And so we know in the kingdom of Christ, everybody's going to be on one accord because Christ is going to be here on this earth. He's going to be reigning from Jerusalem and he's going to rule with a rod of iron. But until that time comes, we have to start developing this brotherhood mentality. We have to start developing this mind to be on one accord. And that's really what the brotherhood is all about. So we're going we're gonna to start this off in Matthew 12 and verse 47. And Brother Benaiah is going to start this brotherhood podcast off and... uh you know, may the Lord bring us some understanding in Jesus' name. So, Brother Benaiah, bro- Brother Terry's going to read for you, brother. Yes, sir. Okay. <clears throat> then one said unto him, Behold, thy mother and thy brethren stand without desiring to speak with thee. But he answered and said unto him that told him, Who is my mother and who is my brethren? And he stretched forth his hand toward his disciples and said, Behold, my mother and my brethren, for whosoever shall do the will of my Father which is in heaven, the same is my brethren and my sister and my mother. With this, we see that one thing that makes us brothers sisters, one thing that makes us related in God is keeping the commandments of God. So first, let's set the foundation for what is truly considered as your brother or your sister. Those who are fighting to keep the commandments of God, though there be some small differences in doctrines of, of the of the of the different administrations, overall, you look to see who's trying to keep the commandments of God. 
And those are your brothers and sisters. Those are your, your mothers. Those are the ones who you look at as family. And throughout this lesson, I'm sure, and throughout this discussion, we're going to see how we're supposed to treat and entreat those who are to be considered our brothers and our sisters. Absolutely. And, um, you know, that's, that's the mentality we, we have to really start to develop, you know, that your family, really, your family are, are those who um, are, are, you know, keep keeping the commandments of God. Um, because the time is going to come when, you know, your own family members, uh, for some, Hey, those are going to be the ones who, who going to turn against you, you know, and during, during the, during the time of trouble called the great tribulation, Hey, they're going to deliver you up. Um, but we have to understand that truly when it, when, you know, the way the Lord is looking at it is, is this, Hey man, those those who keep the commandments of God, those are his family. And, and those are our brothers, sisters, mothers, and all of that. Our, the, your family, true family, are those who keep the commandments of God. So we, we got to look past, Hey, a lot of times you got to look past, Hey, this is my, this might be your, your sibling, your flesh and blood brother or sister. You know, you got the same mother and father. We have to start looking at those, uh, that, are in the faith of keeping the same faith, trying to walk this walk as our family also. So, uh, Benaya, you going to move on to Deuteronomy 10? Yeah, so let's move on to Deuteronomy 10. And we're going to pick it up at verse 17. And Brother okay. Terry, when you get there, yes, go ahead and read. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, a great God, a mighty and a terrible which regardeth not persons, nor taketh reward. He doth execute the judgment of the fatherless and the widow, and loveth the stranger in giving him food and raiment. Love ye therefore the stranger, for ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. So it says that the Lord, for the Lord your God is a God of gods. And the Lord of Lords and a great God and mighty and terrible. And he tells you that he doth execute judgment of the fatherless. So he's going to stand to execute the things against those who have done incorrectly against those who are fatherless. He's going to execute uh, judgment against those who have done co incorrectly against the widows. He's going to correct and he's going to execute judgment even for those who don't do correct according to the stranger. Because he get, does things correct according to the widows, the fatherless, and the stranger. And it says, love ye therefore the stranger, for ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. And this is just letting you know that your brothers, your sisters, it just piggybacks on the fact that your brothers, your sisters, those who you really are showing uh, uh, some sort of honor or uh, some sort of accord with are those who are serving the Lord. And it does not matter if they are according to your flesh or not, what matters is that these are people who are trying to keep the commandments of God. You know, we just trying to lay this foundation so the people can understand that, you know, when we talking about the brotherhood, you know, we, we're talking about people who may have different, you know, mothers and fathers according to the flesh, but 
we are all brothers and we brothers and sisters because we all trying to keep the commandments of God. But then the Lord in in the uh, when He brought Israel out and He was laying down this foundation of being on being on one accord with all the people, even to the stranger. That was somebody who wasn't an Israelite. He said, even to them, hey, you you couldn't just mistreat somebody just because they was a stranger, just because they were not they they were not the same uh, uh, color as you or your same heritage, you know. And so the Lord was trying to give us this understanding because some people feel like if they've been mistreated then that gives them the okay to go mistreat the next person a lot of people had that mentality israel you know they were in somebody else's land and they were strangers because that 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 wasn't their land and they were mistreated and and they were enslaved 430 years in egypt so he's letting them know hey look you don't turn around and do that to the stranger that chooses to dwell among you. Mm-hmm. You might have been mistreated by somebody of another nationality, but you can't take that and say all these people are all, you know, I'm I'm a, every chance I get, I'm going to mistreat it. I'm going to mistreat everybody of this nationality or I'm going to mistreat this kind of person because it was done to me. This is not the way the Lord, this is not the mindset God was trying to instill in his people. But we're going to move along and we're going to go to uh, Romans 15 and uh, we're going to pick it up at verse 2. Romans 15 and verse 2. And uh, Brother Beniah, whenever you get there, brother, could you read that? Romans uh, 15 and read verse 2 and verse 3. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. For even Christ uh-huh. pleased not himself. But as it is written, the reproaches of them that reproacheth thee fell on me. So now he say, look, let's not only look for our own pleasures or look for, you know, gaining the things we want. But, hey, let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. So, you know, we supposed to be trying to build up our brother or sister, our neighbor. Mm-hmm. strengthen them right mm-hmm. not 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 destroy them not destroy them you know not not uh not beat them down but you supposed to be looking to please your neighbor he said because christ didn't please himself but the reproaches of them that reproached thee fell on me mm-hmm. so he bared the sins of of he bared the sins of, of people who you know who 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 uh who transgressed against the word of the father and he bared those he bared those reproaches mm-hmm. but he didn't have no sin mm-hmm. and he had to suffer to do it yeah. you know what i'm saying so that's the mindset that's the brother that's that's the mindset of being a true brother a true sister uh according to the word of god you know this is how we start to come into thinking the right way you know but let's move on to Philippians 2. Let's move on to Philippians, the second chapter. And we're going to pick it up at verse 3. Because a whole lot of us don't understand. You know, it, ain't, it ain't always about you being, you know, you being, uh, you know, people people pleasing you and you getting everything you want. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you never consider the next person. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that's that's not how it is supposed to be. If you're going to be a truly a servant of God, mm-hmm. uh, Philippians two and brother Benaiah, pick it up in verse three. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem each other better than themselves. Uh-huh. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. So now he's bringing in, he's he, he's bringing in another um another aspect of this. He's saying, look, don't let things be done through strife or vainglory, because when it's strife or when it's vainglory involved, then that's when offenses come. You know, that's when you're gonna end up being. You're going to end up being at odds with your brother and sister. You all going to end up having some kind of issue. If you doing things out of strife to, to you know, to cause strife or, you know, you doing it for some vain glory. That's how all these other uh, 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 negative ways of thinking start to creep in. Even even when even, even when you if you might be doing the work of the ministry, you know, um, if you doing things through vainglory or if you doing things just to keep up strife then you causing a division and that's not how the brotherhood is supposed to operate and then he said look let others uh let each esteem others better than themselves in other words you shouldn't be running around talking about you the best teacher ever <laughs> well i'm the best this you know like Ain't nobody, you know, ain't nobody been better, better than than reading since reading was invented than you. You know, you should be, you should be, hey, looking at your brother or sister again, and you should be trying to build them up. Hey, mm-hmm. esteem others better than yourself. You know, mm-hmm. but this ain't about you know doing things through through vain glory. But when vain glory involved, then that's that's what happened. You you will put other people down just so you could just so you can stand out, mm-hmm. you know. And this is the mentality that is totally against what the brotherhood is all about. Um, and then hey, he said, uh, don't look only on your own things, but also on the things of others. So hey, don't only be concerned about your things, but hey. Be concerned about your brother and 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 helping your brother out if you can, or you know, uh, looking on they things. And we're gonna look at some other scriptures later on. But you know, the Lord got a lot of you know he he got things written in the law about even you know when you know something belongs to your brother and you see it, hey, you supposed to take it, hold it, and then return it to him. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, because you supposed to be looking out for your brother not just saying well hey man you know it ain't mine or you know i got mine so he got to figure out how he gonna how he gonna get his you know that's 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 the mentality uh, that that the world has instilled in us you know especially israel you know we a lot of times we could care less about you know as long as you get your little piece then you know you turn your back on on your brother and you know if he's struggling or whatever you 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 don't care because you got yours and, and and now you going about your business uh brother hissamak yeah definitely man I, I just wanted to add to this because this is like the one of the essential scriptures that i look at to say i want all the brothers and sisters to win 
it's enough for everybody. You know, I want everybody to succeed and do their best. Um, and in that, it's us learning to support and help each other and care for us deeper. You know, the, the scripture before, man, you know, that you read, it, it was beautiful because it kind of, it, 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 it showed how the Lord was not only concerned about himself. He had no sin, but he died for sinners. He didn't, you know, his comfort wasn't his priority. And this is Paul telling us that this, this, the same thing, um, that you care about what your brother had, that you don't just focus on you, but you focus on everybody being uh, complete. You know, that's the goal that I have for when I deal with with you guys, I want everybody to win. I want everybody to be complete. And that's a total different mindset. Uh, I always say that we constantly reprogramming our mind to be better and better service. It's a process. But this is these are scriptures that help you start to understand that at the next stage and at the next level. And as you move forward as a servant of God. Yes, sir. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's really all about uh, that change uh in in mind that mm -hmm. change in uh the way we think all of this being a servant of god is is about that you mm -hmm. know um it ain't just about going through the motions it, it's about changing your whole mentality your whole way of thinking mm -hmm. uh because you're not born just thinking like a servant of god you got to learn how to serve god and then you have to practice those things and then slowly the the your your mind the way you think starts to be more in line with how the Lord thinks because that's why that's why Paul talked about uh, uh us having a mind of Christ mm -hmm. um because that's ultimately what you have to do you have to ultimately start to think godly in order to get the ultimate prize which is salvation you can't be wicked you can't think wicked. And then think you you gonna you, you gonna get eternal life and you gonna be with the Lord, but you you got a foul mindset, you know. That's you know that that's not gonna happen because you know the Lord gave us an example of somebody who 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 had who who was in a position, uh, and but their mindset caused them to fall, which was Satan. Mm -hmm. Satan Satan had a important position, but. His mindset was a one where he thought that he was actually going, he was going to uh, take over. He wanted to be, he wanted to be uh, uh, greater than the most high. And that got him cast out and all, and all the angels that followed after him, they got them all cast out. And in the end, they going, they going to get the lake of fire. So um, the mindset is the most important thing, but, uh, Brother Hissamak, you want to go to Acts, the fourth chapter? Yeah, Acts, the fourth chapter. And, you know, th this is another um, scripture because I look at building the brotherhood with one, you know, one main concept in, in mind, and it's this everybody together. And, and this is going to show a couple of things here in Acts, the fourth chapter. So we had Acts chapter four and... Uh, Brother Benai, when you get to verse 23, brother, read 23 and 24, and we're going to skip. 
and being let go, they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priest and elders had said unto them. Mm-hmm. And when they heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God and has made heaven and earth and the sea and all that in the midst. So this is after um, they they had, you know, got grabbed because they had did a miracle and, you know, they went back to their company, went back to the brothers and told them, you know, what what had happened. But a key in there says, they was one accord. They went back to the brothers and they was in one accord. And I'm going to show you something that happened when they was in one accord. Skip down, brother, to verse um, 31. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. And there were all, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness. So and the they most- were- I'm sorry, brother. So they won a court. They they prayed together, and the place was shaken. The brothers, they was it wasn't no. I had one goal. You got another goal. They was the brothers. The brotherhood was one. They was one man. They was together, and they prayed, and it was shaken. Brother, continue reading. The multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. Mm-hmm. Neither said any of them that aught of the things which he possessed was his own. Mm-hmm. But they had all things common. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And with and great grace was upon them all. Mm-hmm. Neither was there any among them that lacked. For as many years were possessors of lands or houses, sold them, and bought the price of the things that were sold, and laid them down at the apostles' feet, and distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. So one thing that to me that's in this is key with strengthening the brotherhood, and this going back to the verses that uh, Brother Obadiah read in Philippians, uh, they was they was no they was caring about each other. It wasn't about me, 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 which is this disease that infects so many of us. Uh, they was of one heart and one soul in verse 32. And now it's a whole bunch of work being done in the right direction. Because the brothers are working together as one person. Ain't no division. And it goes on to say, man, it was great grace among them all. Not one person had grace. Not two people, a few people. It was great grace among them all. Then they didn't have no lack. There was no lack there. Whatever their needs were, were met. Then if if one person had a little bit more, hey, man, we're going to sell it all, and we're going to lay it at the apostles' feet. And the brothers, being that they got great grace, the Holy Ghost is on They are one heart and one so they're on one accord. Now I can make distribution to everybody as they had need. I ain't going to give him more than he need because he and this person, we're going to treat them equal. We're going to be fair. We're going to be just. And now that's, now it's growth. Now it's, 
we can focus on the word of God. We can focus on our task. You got a job. I got a job. We all even. We're going in the same direction towards salvation. We're going to take down the, the wrongness in this world. We're going to teach this gospel in truth like they were showed by the captain of their salvation, Jesus Christ. They went out there and was on one accord, focused to do the job. The brotherhood was strong. Great example of how if we working together as one, we can move forward. We can make progress. We can go out there and not everybody got the Holy Ghost. Everybody got grace. Everybody going to have what they need. This is a just an amazing example of how the brotherhood works when it's working properly. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And, and I want to add to that. Um, I want the people to understand when they when they brought those things to the apostles' feet, those things was distributed. What you see on TV with false prophets, when they when they bring the money up to the to the to the preacher feet, it go in his pocket. It ain't distributed amongst the, the, the people according to what they need. You know, because you know, I know you know, people see that and think that that's you know, when people run up there and throw money at at at, at the preacher's feet. You know, like that's some kind of um, that's supposed to be some kind of, you know, holy thing. But when they brought these things to the apostles feet, the, all those things were distributed to every man according as he needed. Mm -hmm. So that went to the people. It didn't go in the preacher's pocket. It didn't go toward his 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 his, his new house, his cars and all of that. It went to the people. Mm -hmm. So we got to understand that. Those things, the apostles didn't abuse their position. They didn't take advantage of the people. They took what the people brought to them and they distributed it to every man as he needed mm -hmm. because they were all on one accord. This was the brotherhood working. You know, this was this was it work, working perfectly. Mm -hmm. You understand this was they was all one. They was all one one mind. They was all on one accord. So, uh, brother Hissamak, you you got another you got another uh, scripture in Acts. Yeah, the Acts, second chapter, uh, the second chapter, and this again, this is this is the brotherhood, fresh after Jesus has ascended up, and after you know the day of Pentecost, and and he's gonna show you how. Again, this is gonna show you how the brotherhood works. It's gonna show you again, like you said, man. It wasn't about. The apostles living a high and having all this stuff. It was going to show you how they work, how they work together and how the, the church function correctly with the brotherhood leading by example, just like they seen a good example in Christ Jesus. So this acts the, the second chapter and it's um, um, we're going to start at verse 40. Brother, but now when you get it, go ahead and read, brother. And with many of the words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized the same day that were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Mm -hmm. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. Mm -hmm. And fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles and mm -hmm. all that believed were together and had all things common. 
and right. sold their possessions and goods and parted them all and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. And again, perfect scripture to show how the brotherhood was working. In verse 41, they said they added 3,000 souls in one day were baptized. The brotherhoods, they, they just had an example of Christ Jesus and they continued on. Continued on teaching and they baptized 3,000 people in one day that was added to the, to the church. Amazing. 12 guys did this much work the brotherhood then they went on it says in verse 42 they continued steadfast in the apostles doctrine and fellowship and breaking the bread and prayers and fear came on every soul so all the brothers together even in fear of what the work that these brothers is doing and miracles and wonders was done these brothers did miracles. And, and it's just, again, it's the brotherhood working together. It ain't no division. They ain't jealous. I ain't got no hate. I ain't got no envy. I ain't got nothing against you. We just working towards salvation. The brotherhood, the multitude as one. And all this, they believed and they had all things common. It wasn't no, I ain't got no 10 changes of raiment. Or I can't eat no meat today. <laughs> I ain't got no bread. They was all together as one goal going towards salvation, believing the doctrine that the apostles had was teaching. And that doctrine that they got, they got it from Jesus. And Jesus dictated that all the book to them. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't nothing different, but they was going in one direction. Then it says in, in, in verse 46, it says, they, was, they continued in the temple daily on one accord. It wasn't this brother teaching this and this brother doing that and this brother saying this ain't right. It wasn't like that. They was working together as a unit to move forward, to go toward salvation. They had a total different mindset. And in that mindset, they was able to add 3,000 people. They was able to spot somebody who wasn't doing right. They was able to have these miracles and signs done by them because, hey, the Lord see they all working together. It ain't this brother doing that, that brother doing that, these sisters. It ain't that way. When you're working towards one cause and a goal together as a unit, it's going to prosper if it's in the Lord's will. This was the Lord's will to spread this gospel, to go out there. He had took the train wheels off the apostles' bikes, and they had to ride now. But they had a great example of somebody who had been riding, which was Christ Jesus. And this is a prime example of how the brotherhood works Yes, sir. And uh, they also they they were on one accord, so they were able to again the second time we read it about giving to you know supply every man with the things that he needed. Yeah, you know, um, you know, it wasn't a thing of again, it wasn't somebody just trying to somebody trying to flex, somebody trying to you know show what they had. It they were they were of that mindset that hey. We gonna supply the needs for the for the brethren. Yeah, you know, but all but all the brothers, but all the brothers laboring, they all laboring together. They all on one accord. So hey, and you know, ain't, ain't nobody gonna have 
need of anything. Yes, sir. If, if we all if we all laboring, mm-hmm. you know, if, if if we all laboring together, then hey, we we can all we and we all one accord, and we got that true love. Then we then we can all come to the table with something. Yeah. And distribute distributed amongst each other, and now we all have what we need. Yeah. Not what we want, because well, we a lot of people pe- people think people think need mean want. You know, that that's not what that means. Need means need. You need raiment. You need food. You need somewhere to lay your head. You need a roof. That's needs. You know, uh, wants is you know, you know, you want to dodge. You want to charge them. You know, you, you know, you want a BMW. That that's a want. What you need is just a Honda Accord to get you to where you got to go. So they was dealing with needs, but it wasn't no strife, wasn't no vainglory there. Mm-hmm. It was they was all on one accord. And when you take the strife of vainglory out, then you can operate like that. Yeah. You know, everybody can bring what they got to the table. You know, I ain't gotta, I ain't gotta, you know, have what I got, you know, and say, man, I ain't sharing nothing with them. You know, or you know, you ain't you ain't pinching off you ain't pinching off a little bit, you know, and then you know hoarding every the rest for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, because that's what happens, man, when it ain't no trust, mm-hmm. you know. Then 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 everybody is, you know, kind of you know kind of guarding what you the little bit that you have, you know, you 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 are trying to guard that, and you 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 trying not to let you know nobody know what you got. Because you know that that love and trust ain't there, but they were in that mindset of, hey, this is we 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 on one accord, we we on we are we are all in one mind, and that's why they work that way. But when it's not like that, it don't work like that, you know. So this is what we have to grow to, you know, um, as time goes on. And as things as, as we get closer and closer, you know, to the uh to to the kingdom of God uh being manifested on this earth, you know, um, it's gonna come a time where it's you you're gonna be forced to be that way. We're gonna be forced to lean on each other. It ain't gonna matter. Only thing that's gonna matter is is hey, you who keeping the commandments of God. Yeah. And then the ones you gonna then the ones you gonna you gonna uh uh you gonna latch hold to. But, you know, until that time, you know, we have to have a mindset to grow to that. But we're going to keep it moving. We're going to go to Hebrews 10 and we're going to pick it up at verse 24. Hebrews 10 and we're going to pick it up at verse 24. Um, we're really trying to home in on this on this mindset and, and looking at the examples that the book is showing us about the brotherhood which is being on one accord, which is everybody being having the same goal ha- and going in the same direction, like Brother Hissamak said. So Hebrews 10 and Benaiah, pick it up at verse 24. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Go ahead. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. So he, he said, look, let us consider one another, which we, we read earlier. He said, but to provoke unto love and to good works. You know, 
you can provoke somebody to do good works. You can provoke somebody to love the same way you can provoke somebody to anger or provoke somebody to do evil. It's the same, you know, it, it's, it's the total opposite, you know, and that's what, if you're a brother, a true brother or a sister, that, that's what you're supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be provoking my brother to do good works. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be provoking my, my brother or sister to have love, not to hate me or not provoke you to hate somebody else because I hate them. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be provoking you to love. Mm-hmm. This this is the mentality, which pretty much, you know, we 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 do the total opposite. But this is what he's saying. This is what he's saying we should do. Then he said, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as a matter of some is. Because people always, for some reason, want to bring about some sort of division. Somebody always jumping up and they want to separate. They want to pull people away from, you know, the 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 safety and the um the bond when people when people are you know, on one accord with, with, with the body of Christ, you got, you always got somebody there. They want to disrupt that, you know, they want to pull people away or they themselves, you know, separate themselves from those who are, you know, keeping the commandments of God and think that that's, that's supposed to help or, or, or fix whatever's going on, but it doesn't. We cannot forsake that. You know, we supposed to be, assembling together you know we are supposed to be getting strength from each other so let's go to uh romans 12 and brother benaya you gonna expound on romans 12 uh so romans 12 and we're gonna pick it up at verse 9 and brother terry when you get there go ahead and read okay let love be without dissimulation. Avoid that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affectioned. I'm so, sorry. Hold on one moment. Uh, so like it says, let love be without dissimulation. And the definition of dissimulation is a concealment of one's true thoughts. So if one is concealing their true thoughts but trying to portray love that means that they really got hate there for you mm-hmm. it's just like if uh mm-hmm. if somebody if somebody tries to say one thing the concealment of their thoughts has to be that they're concealing another mm-hmm. so the only thing that's the only thing they could be concealing if they showing dissimulation concerning love the only thing they could be really concealing is hate want not wanting you to do good not wanting you to do well so don't let your love be with those feelings of you really don't want somebody to prosper you really have hate for somebody so like it says let love not be with with dissimulation um go ahead keep reading verse 10 be kindly affectionate one toward another with brotherly love and honoring preferring one another not slop uh-huh so so we want to make sure that we put forth and want others to do even better than us, preferring one another. Go ahead. Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Re- 
So you got to push yourself, not slothful, not slowful in what the Lord has for you to do. But you got to push yourself over that finish line. You got to push yourself to run as fast and as hard as you can when dealing with the business of the Lord. Go ahead. Rejoicing in hope, patience, and tribulation, continuing instant in prayer, distributing to the necessity of saints given to hospitality. Remember how we read a few times, Brother Hissamak expounded on the scriptures where it is they gave all that they had and distributed to every man so everybody had that which is uh, every man had all things common. So you're distributing. You want your brothers to have what you have and, and, and also you also want your brothers to have even more and be better than you. Go ahead. Bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. Rejoice with them. Uh-huh, go ahead. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. Be of the So I'm with sorry. your brothers, you when they're with your brothers, when they rejoicing, rejoice with them. But when they sorrowful, you have to have empathy toward their situation. You have to be able to actually realize that what they're going through is really hurting them and be able to consider and put yourself in their shoes and have sorrow with them that weep. Go ahead. Be of the be of the same mind. The same? Okay, be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. So be of the same mind one toward another. We all supposed to be looking out for what the other one is doing as far as being righteous, as far as trying to help each other in their walk. And we are supposed to not mind high things. We're not supposed to be looking towards trying to be a chief. You know, enjoy, you deal with being an Indian. You ain't got to worry about trying to, everybody wanting to be the chief. Don't mind the high things. Don't mind or trying to get to another position, to a higher position. Just concentrate on things that you need to do and concentrate on trying to handle the things to help your brothers be in a better situation. Not just you being in a better situation, not just your things. And don't mind things that are beyond you. Don't mind those things. Don't always try to be trying to push somebody out of their position or what the Lord has given them. Those are the things that we got to take into consideration. And those are the types of uh, characteristics we have to embody as we're working to truly edify and be a part of that brotherhood. We can't be looking on ourselves. We have to look towards the things of others. We have to rejoice with those when they're doing good, like somebody invites you out, go on out and rejoice with them. And if somebody is, is going through some things, be empathetic towards what they're going through. All of that goes with being of one mind and being part of that brotherhood. And it's not just a brotherhood, but it's dealing with your brothers and your sisters. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, that's, you know, that that's what I mean, what what we the things we going over, man, this is not easy to do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, Mm because we we ain't been taught this, you know, Um, we we've been taught that for some reason that division, you know, the the division is always uh uh you know uh i don't know what you call it undertone um even even when you dealing with the truth you know dealing with the with with the word of god you know it's there's a lot of there's a lot of division 
uh, a lot of separation that we create amongst each other. And what we looking at is really how the brotherhood is supposed to operate. And a lot of times it don't operate like that, you know, um, and, and we just being real with it, you know, that this is this is something that we got to grow to. Because this is not something that we practicing uh, on a, on a, on a daily basis like that as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it's just not. And then the world definitely ain't dealing with this like that. So, you know, we have to understand what it is, what it means, you know, uh, to be uh, on one accord. And then we got to slowly start to uh, integrate these things in our walk. And over time, man, we'll get better. But it ain't going to happen in one day. It ain't just going to, you ain't just going to poof and you know, have it just change overnight because that's not realistic. But we got to put it out there because these are some of the things that the Lord had written for us to understand really what being uh, brothers and sisters is all about. Let's, uh, uh, Hissamak, you want to go to Nehemiah, the eighth chapter. Yeah, definitely, man. Nehemiah, the eighth chapter. We got just a couple of verses here, but this is again, um, we're looking at the brothers fresh out of uh, uh, captivity, and we're gonna see how they working together. We and this, this, this is to me is is very important to see how they working together, man. To uh, we and we can't put all the scriptures in here, but if you go on and, and read this Nehemiah eight chapter, you're gonna see that hey man, they they did a lot of working together, man, to help not only. Uh, turn back to God, but to to kind of show the people um, and teach the people the right way. So this is um, Nehemiah. Yes, sir. This is Nehemiah eight, and uh, we're gonna pick it up at uh, verse one, brother Benel. When you get it, brother, go ahead and read. And all the people gathered themselves together as one man into the street that was before the water gate, and they spake unto Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded to Israel. Mm-hmm. So we're going to skip down now. Skip down to verse 5. And Ezra opened the book in the sight of all people, for he was above all the people. And when he opened it, all the people stood up. And Ezra mm-hmm. blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people answered, Amen, Amen. And lift, with, lift, with lifting up their hands, and they bowed their heads and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. So Jeshua and Bani. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, ahead, that's, that, that's good. But th- this is, to me, essential for us to kind of really see. This right here is Ezra the priest reading the book of the law to the people. And what's key about it, again, is that same thing. They was gathered together as one man. Now, they, these situations, this situation that they in, it, they fresh out of captivity. So, you know, man, you can spend some years in captivity. You kind of want to do things right, a little bit better. So they get the book and they're going to read it in front of the people. And actually, you know, this is around the feast time. And he opened the book. They made a pulpit. He opened the book. He read the book. And they hear the words of the Lord. And they, you know, they 
Amen. Amen. They praising God. Then we, we can't put everything in there. They had the, the, the other priest to show the people, oh, this is what this is about. This is what this means. This is what this is about. But they was gathered together as one person. They was going go on trying to go forward as one man. They've been punished, but they're trying to really rethink what they've been doing, how they've been doing it, and how they had failed and how they had fallen. So they're reading the book so the people can get understanding. So the people can start to say, hey, man, we need to work together as one. We need to be one to serve God so that we don't go back into these captivities. So we don't go back in, 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 into this backslide that got us punished for years and years and years and this uh, affliction that we got all because we transgress the, the, the word of the Lord. These are great examples for us to start to see how we need to work together, how that we need to be there to support each other. Because even though Ezra read, he had the other Levites there to help him support him. We, we can't read everything because we only got a limited amount of time, but he had the other um, um, priests there and the other people to support him. And this is a great example of that. Yes, sir. So, Let's move on to Nehemiah 10 because we're dealing with the same time, but we're going we gonna to look at it from um, another, you know, another angle. Brother Hissamak, yeah, uh, Nehemiah 10. Nehemiah 10, and we're going to pick this one up at verse, uh, verse 28 and 29, brother. When you get it, go ahead and read, brother. And the rest of the people, the priests, the Levites, the perch, the porters, the singers, the Nethanims, and all they that had separated themselves from the people of the lands unto the law of God, their wives, their sons, and their daughters, everyone having knowledge and having understanding, they clave to their brethren, their nobles, and entered into a curse and into an oath to walk in God's law which was given by Moses, the servant of God, and to observe and do all the commandments of the Lord, our God, our Lord, and his judgments and his statutes. And, and again, it's just the same, like the brother said, just the same time. They working together as one. This time, they entered into an oath that they was going to walk in his ways, his commandments and his statutes, Man, to do what the Lord commanded Moses, they should do. They was trying to build a unit stronger so they can go forward and be stronger and they wouldn't have to go back to these captivities. They wouldn't have to go back to oppression. They wouldn't have to go back to the Lord punishing them and hurting them and tearing down their land and, you know, all kinds of things that was going to affect them if they did contrary. This is just essential building the brotherhood. They, they was going to look out for each other. Everybody was going to work together to go toward salvation. That's the key. That's the thing that I, I, I'm trying to drive home and we trying to drive home on this podcast to build a stronger brotherhood, to all go toward salvation. We all got to work towards uh, the same goal together. If somebody, you know, having a tough time, we help. We got to support. We got to do everything because we all are one person. We all one body going towards salvation. That's the key right here in these scriptures. Yes, sir. And um, 
you know, a lot of what we read, man, is is like hitting me like a ton of bricks because you I I just see, you know, how far off my thinking is and how I'm just seeing that when they did this, it was it was them, their families was there, you know. Um you got a whole you got a whole group of people you know it's it's hard man if it's if it's just three or four people trying to do something in the midst of thousands but then when you got thousands of people on one accord with the same mind Mm -hmm. that that's powerful Mm -hmm. you know because you got all these people here you got thousands of people that's going that's available to help you and you are one of thousands of people that's available to help somebody else yeah that's available to you know assist somebody else you know and when you got like like in in that situation when you got you got you got all these people together this this great multitude of people on, on on one accord that's how you build that's 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 how the nation was was you know that's how you could build back up a nation you mm-hmm. know because it ain't just it ain't just you know three or four people you know trying to stand by themselves you know because that's that's really not how that's really that's really not the optimal situation you know for the brotherhood to 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 flourish you know it's about it's about everybody the multitude being on one accord so you know this is the message that the lord is 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 giving us you know through this book that that this is really how this is supposed to go um and anytime we got these divisions coming in um then we we hurting we we are we are hindering the strength of the brotherhood mm-hmm. we, we 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 hindering the growth mm-hmm. because you can't have everybody you can't have you can't have everybody doing something different and expect for us to maintain that that bond or even have a bond period mm-hmm. you know then then you get clicks so now it, it really ain't we really not being uh brothers and sisters it's just it's just clicks you got 10, 10, 10 or 15 people over here as a click, four or five people over there as a click. You got another click over here. But instead of us all being on one accord, we just, we all separated into clicks, but we all gathered together into one place. Yeah. Yeah. And that ain't how the Lord set it up. And I know some people probably going to get upset, but that's, that's pretty much, that's pretty much what it is. It's a bunch of clicks all all gathered together in the same place but we gotta be we gotta we gotta grow to this the the, the true brotherhood the true being truly on one accord we gotta grow to it mm-hmm. so you you gotta fight that you gotta fight that that mentality you know that's against that that selfish mentality that that mentality to, to want to mind high things mm-hmm. uh that mentality to to seek out doing things in vain glory mm-hmm. that mentality saying i ain't gonna worry about the neck of my brother or sister i'm just as long as i'm straight you know they got to figure it out for themselves. 
all all these things we've been reading that the Lord telling you not to do. These are the things that we hold on to. And then what happens is, is we not on one accord because it because of the because of the mindset of, of the people. But once we can get rid of these things, then we could we could have a stronger bond within the administration mm-hmm. within the, the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. But again, it's just got to be something that's that that we work on, you know. But we gotta, but like they doing it together, it, everybody gotta work on it together, you know. Um, but we gonna go to Galatians six and we are gonna pick it up in verse one. We're going to go to Galatians 6, and we're going to pick it up in verse 1. Um, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's... That's good. Hold on. So, you know, verse 1, he's talking about you know, seeing your brother overtaken in a fault, you know, and, and there's a way to, there's a way to correct your brother. You know, sometimes, sometimes you might have to be a little stern with your brother or sister. Sometimes it may cause for that. But initially, if a brother's overtaken in a fault, which, which means maybe they're not really aware that they might be in error, hey, kind of, try to restore them in the spirit of meekness you know not like you a drill sergeant and you checking them or something not like you know not talking to a brother like they your kid you know but restore them in the in the spirit of meekness because hey you can also be tempted too and lord's telling you there hey you better be careful about that and consider your own self because a lot of times we don't consider ourselves when we when we trying to correct somebody else we don't consider our own shortcomings but uh verse two is really why uh i uh 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 came came over here to galatians 6 read verse two bro bear ye one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of christ so he said bear ye one another's burdens again it's the same message over and over again. This time he said, bear ye one another's burdens and fulfill the law of Christ. Because if we really truly were bearing, bearing each other's burdens, then we might be able to, you know, recover a brother or sister, man, that's, you know, hanging on by a thread who feel like they just can't, you know, feel like hey everything going wrong you know and you know they don't know if they could you know continue on in this walk continue on in this fight but if 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 there was a brother or a sister there or brothers and sisters there to help bear that burden or whatever the burden was it'll get that person strength mm-hmm. to to fight to fight another day mm-hmm and that's why you gather together, you know, that's why you gather together on, on the Sabbath. Um, because if everybody there has that mentality, then if you are burdened down with something, then you, you supposed to be able to go to your brothers and sisters and they supposed to help you with that. 
or you su- supposed to be able to help a brother or sister with with whatever they dealing with you know um but this is he said fulfill the law of christ so again we talking about the example and we talking about the doctrine that christ set forth brother hisamak yeah definitely man i just want to add a small point to that man now when you working together and you like you said we assemble together on a sabbath day and you see your brother or your sister you know, and you know your brother and your sister, you know something ain't right with them. So you pull them to the side, hey man, is everything good? I know me and and, and we got a different relationship, but we know each other. I've been pulled to the side about all oh, like, hey brother, you good, man? How's everything going? Because now you know, and then I'm even because I know I'm dealing with my brother, I open up to you, man. I, I this happened, man. Oh, I ain't feeling this man pray for me and stuff it's it's all this stuff that works in there that's going to help us grow together and be one body and again man when you know your brother and your sister y'all start to move as a unit and y'all start to work together and now you can help him or her and y'all can go forward together and you we just don't know how much how important it is to be able to talk to somebody, to sometimes be able to get a hug from a, your brother or sister, or to have somebody say, man, I dealt with what you're dealing with. I can help you uh, with my experiences to help you get through it. These things are essential for building a strong, strong brotherhood and a strong uh, uh, sisterhood going forward. This is extremely important, man. And again, I, I don't want to take all the time, but I wanted to point that out because you mentioned it. And these are areas that we need to work on as servants of God. It ain't just about knowing you Israel coming on the Sabbath day. I keep the commandments. It's about building a big community. Like even the other scripture was read. You both provoke people to good works. If some people see you doing good works, it's going to help. It's going to inspire somebody else. That's what we need to be doing. That's the mission. That's the goal. Heading in the right direction, not by myself or not just with my family or not just with my clique, but as a unit, as one body in the brotherhood going forward. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Uh, Let's go to Leviticus 19 and we're going to pick it up at verse 17. But uh, absolutely, brother. Um, And the point you made about you know, being able to being able to tell somebody when when it's something going on, because a lot of times we don't, because you feel like you know, man, I don't want to. You might feel like, look, I don't want to put my business out there, or you know, you just don't have a relationship where you can bring that out to somebody, but it all it all feeds back on all these things work together to to bring about that so when you do have a problem when you do have an issue you can come to your brothers and sisters and get some help you know not somebody you know not somebody trying to figure it out because some people don't you know some people like they won't say nothing but then they get frustrated but it's like, hey, you know, sometimes, man, you got to let it be known what's going on with you. You know, 
everybody ain't gonna just pick that up like like the, the, the relationship we have yeah i i might pick up something wrong with, with a hissamac because me and the hissamac been knowing each other for so long we've been going out of town uh for so long um I know when I, I could kind of look at him and say, "Hey, man, bro, you okay?" Because I could tell that some, some, some ain't right, you know. But that that don't happen the majority of the time with 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 a group of people. That ain't gonna happen, you know. Um, so w- when you have an issue going on, yeah, it got to be somebody, and I'm talking about somebody that's dealing with the with the truth, dealing with the word of God. You, you got to find somebody you can go to. And confide in them. Hopefully, you know, hey, the Lord, the Lord will lead you to the to the to the right person to talk to. But we can't be so shut up and sheltered and so secretive about everything because you can't get no help like that. You can't get no assistance if you refuse to seek out the help that you need. Um, because this is what the brotherhood is all about. It's about lifting up your brother assisting your brother helping your brother or sister with their needs you know it may just me they just need somebody to talk to you know it may be something you know more than that but a lot of times it's somebody you know just needs somebody to talk to so they can get some wise counsel you know but all of that comes when they feel like hey these are my brothers and sisters when that environment is created then people open up to each other um, but when that environment is not there, then again, it, 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 it has that separation mixed in. So people don't, people don't seek out the help that they could probably get if they would just say something, you know, so all this matters, but let's go to Leviticus uh, 19 and we're going to pick it up at verse 17 and we're going to look at, you know, <clears throat> we're going to, we're going to look at a few things that the Lord had written in the law about how you supposed to deal with your brother leviticus 19 and verse 17 go ahead benaiah thou shalt not hate thy brother in thine heart thou shalt in any wise rebuke thy neighbor and not suffer sin upon him so so he said look you should not hate your brother in your heart he ain't say nothing about doing nothing actually doing nothing to your brother he said, you, you should not, don't hate your brother in your heart. See, people think that the Lord has always tried to, the Lord was always trying to instill his mind into the people. Mm-hmm. When I say his mind, you know, I mean his, his way of thinking because he is righteousness. So he was trying to put righteousness in their mind. Mm-hmm. Don't hate your brother in your heart. If you don't hate your brother in your heart, the chances of you stealing, killing, and doing all those other things against your brother, they 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 get they get minimized. Yeah. Because you don't hate them in your heart. Yeah. If you if you love your brother in your heart on the inside, then your actions are gonna show that you love them. It's gonna follow. So he's 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 trying to tell you telling the people right here, look, don't don't hate your brother in your heart. And then he said, Hey. You rebuke your neighbor. Don't suffer sin upon them. Um, that's a part of being, that's a part of brotherhood, though. Yes, sir. You know, um, 
you you supposed to be able to go to your brother. I ain't saying you know put front of mouth in front of everybody, but hey man, you you see your brother is 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 doing something they shouldn't. Don't just turn a blind eye and just be like, hey man, whatever. You ain't got nothing to do with me per se. I'm just gonna let it go because you really not helping your brother, and and we don't understand that. You know. You don't step back and, and watch your brother. You 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 know they're going to eventually, what they're doing is going to cause them harm. And instead of you saying something to them about it, you just, hey, you, you let it go on and then you watch them fall. You're supposed to, hey, don't suffer sin upon your brother. You're supposed to let them know. You let them know in a godly manner. But then if they don't take heed, they don't take heed. But this is what the Lord is saying. Look, you don't you gonna just suffer sin upon your brother. Verse 18, bro. Thou shalt not avenge nor bear any grudge against the children of thy people, but thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I am the Lord. So he he's saying again, look, do not avenge or bear any grudge against the children of thy people again don't even bear no grudge don't be looking to get get don't be looking for payback leave all of that out because if i don't have a grudge against you if i don't bear no grudge against you and you ain't you don't bear a grudge against me guess what we're gonna be able to be on one accord mm-hmm. it's less likely we're gonna do something do something to each other that's gonna harm each other because we ain't carrying no grudges toward one another. But all of this is something that's going going around in your brain. This, mm-hmm. this is something that's on the inside, bearing grudges and hating your brother in your heart. All this is on the inside. Mm-hmm. You know, let's go to uh let's go to first John because uh uh Solomon. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Talk about first John, the yeah. superstar, superstar coming in. <laughs> you know i love you I, I love you brother i love you too man you know you ain't you ain't saying nothing the whole podcast it's almost over so you know man i've you, been you, listening you, i've been learning taking notes and listening shoot i'm a, i'm i'm a supporter and i'm I, I learn and i'm a fan too you know so this has been very enlightening to me i got a few young brothers that reach out to me all the time throughout the week you know and a lot of this is hitting home, you know, and how I talk to them and how I treat them. They do share a lot of their issues with me, you know, and uh, and help and, and try to lean on me to help them uh, overcome what they're doing sometimes, you know. And, uh, and so this is very enlightening for me. It's very, uh, you know, edifying. Uh, it, it helps me understand where, where, where I may be lacking and where I may be off a little bit. And uh, and I'm going to get right on top of that, you know, because I want to make sure that the young brothers do know that that they can come to me as well, you know, as one of the brothers in the in, in the faith and uh, and lean on me for anything that I have that I may be able to share to help them along in this in this uh, journey, because this is definitely a difficult journey. This is this is not a walk in the park. This is not made for the week. You know, and uh, you got some young brothers who are very, uh, they inspire me and you brothers are helping me, you know, help them as well. So, uh, and this verse right here, uh, Brother Obadiah, goes great with the Leviticus, man, because in Leviticus, how it spoke about, you know, not to have any hatred towards your brother, 
and not to provoke your neighbor and, and all that. But this is the on the other flip side of it of, well, it, you know, what if? <laughs> so we're going to check it out right here and uh, kind of break that down. We're at First John 4 and 20. And for now, when you're ready, you can go ahead and uh, take over. If any man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? You know, this is this is such a significant statement that he made. And, you know, because he asked the question. He said, if a man say, I love God and hateth his brother, and then he turned around and, be, and answered that and says, he is a liar. You know, you can't, it is impossible. He called him a liar. It is impossible to hold hatred towards your brother and, and and claim to love God and and here's and here's why, because we read the Bible every day, right? Of the brothers who do or the brothers who try to be in the Word, and we read about the Bible, and because we read it and practice it, we have come to understand how real it is, how true it is, because we see how it manifests in our life according to what the Bible says, how it's going to manifest. So we do our job. The Bible rewards us the way it says it's going to reward us or punishes us the way it punishes us. And we understand that, oh, okay, this is fact. This is true. If I make this, if I do this, this happens, right? So we understand how true it is. Um, but a lot of people don't read the Bible like we read it, right? So, so, but you see, you know, so you don't see God with your eyes, you don't hear his voice like he don't come out the street, you know, knock on the door and be like, hey, hey, I wanted to chop it up with y'all for a minute and let me talk to you. We don't see God like that. We read his word and we have to understand it. We have to have faith. And the more we read, the more we see how real it really is. Most people don't read it that to that extent. So for someone to say that they love God, that they can't see or they can't hear, but then they hold hatred for somebody that they can physically see and physically hear. That's a, that's hypocritical. He, that's why he calls it a liar. He said it is not possible for you to look at somebody in in the same body as you, with the same you know they got eyes, they got a nose, they got a mouth, they got ears, they got hands, they got the same makeup, and they both come from the same father. So I'm the father. I own that soul, and I own that soul. If you hate my other soul my other child who well you know you, you can't love me and hate them you know um so that's that's really powerful man uh for me that's something that really put me in check and to say you know to say hey man you can't be having problems with people out here you know that you know that you know whether they know they're a child of god or not you know that's god's creation as god's child you know but then and god said you know and for he that loveth not his brother who he has seen. So God is giving us the measure. Like, hey, man, you can't just, you can't look at my creation in front of you, hate it, and then say you love me. Like, I created all of y'all, you know? Um, so that, I think that was really significant to point out, man. And it goes great with that Leviticus because Leviticus tells you not to have it. And this one says, well, if you do, here's what's up. So it was good uh, to understand that. Praise God, Jesus' name. So let's move on to Deuteronomy 22, and we're going to pick it up at verse 1. Deuteronomy 22, and we're going to pick it up at verse 1. Thou shalt not see thy brother's ox or his sheep go astray and hide himself from them. Thou shalt in any case bring them again unto thy brother. And if thy brother be not nigh unto thee, or if thou know him not, then thou shalt bring it 
into thine own house, and it shall be with thee until thy brother seek after it, and thou shalt restore it to him again. Go ahead. In like manner, thou shalt do with his ass, as so shalt thou do with his raiment, and with all lost things of thy brothers, which he hath lost, and thou hast found. Thou shalt do likewise, thou mayest not hide thyself. Thou so shalt not see he's, he's putting it. So hold on. So he's putting a responsibility mm-hmm. again. The Lord is serious about this. This, this is this is serious all the way around. He's 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 putting responsibility on you. Hey, if you see something that belongs to your brother, hey, you ain't just supposed to be like hey, whatever and, and and like turn a blind eye. You know it belongs. You know who it belongs to. Or you know this belong. You supposed to take care of it until you can either return it to your brother, or they come looking for it, and and then you can give it. You can return it to him. But the Lord was trying to get them to see. Hey, man, it, don't just think about your own possessions. You see something that's your brother's. Go recover it, mm-hmm. and then don't keep it for yourself. Don't say, oh man, oh boy, don't know he lost this. And then you gonna cuff it and use it, for, you know, and use it for whatever you gonna do with it. No, man, you go and you return it to him. Yeah. Yeah. Read verse, uh, what verse, what verse you at, brother? Verse four? Yeah, verse four. Go ahead, brother. Thou should not see thy brother's ass or his ox fall down by the way and hide thyself from them. Thou shalt surely help him to lift them up again. So he said, look, hey, man, you supposed to help your brother, you know, lift up his ox again. You know what I'm saying? You see it fall by the way. Hey, man, don't just keep going, but help him out. Help him, you know, help help him uh, lift it up. In other words, the Lord is Lord is giving them specific, specific instructions on how to operate because that's the brotherhood. I see I see something that belong to you and you, my brother. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to recover it. If I recover it, then I'm gonna let you know. Hey, man, I got it. You know, uh, or however, I'm gonna get in touch with somebody and get in touch with you to, to let you know. Hey, man, I got your I got your possession. You know, uh, we can meet up so I can return it to you. But this this is the but but you gotta have that mentality. You have to genuinely care about your brother's well being to even do this because for the most part this 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 ain't this don't happen on a grand scale you know on a grand scale this this don't happen like that people see somebody some somebody that lost some hey man they pick it up and keep moving or whatever it may be if, if it's something that they want hey they gonna take it you'll never know you know uh that somebody recovered your your things but you know, they was thinking about what they can do with it, so that they ain't, they ain't even bother to let you know. Um, but this is how the Lord was trying to, uh, and this is what He was trying to instill in them, um, even to the point of, hey man, your your brother's possession, you supposed to look out for it. Mm-hmm. You ain't supposed to turn turn on blind eye and keep moving. But we gonna keep moving because we gonna go to First Peter the third chapter, and uh, Brother Solomon is gonna expound on. First Peter, the third yes, chapter. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And this this is touching on how we should treat each other as well. 
a few do's and don'ts that we want to point out here that are pretty important. So we're at First Peter chapter 3, and we're going to be reading verses 8 and 9. Whenever you have that, Brother Benai, go ahead and read. Finally, be ye all of one mind, having compassion one of another, love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous, not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrawise, blessing, knowing that ye are thereunto called that ye should inherit a blessing. We've been reading about having one mind from the beginning. This is all from the very beginning of this podcast. We've been reading about having one mind, being of one accord, all being on the same page. That is crucial. That is crucial in having a good friendship. That is crucial in having a good brotherhood, and uh, you know, having good brethren in the faith, and in, in the faith, and 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 fellow servants to uh, you know to serve with. So we have to have that one mind, and it says having compassion over. You know, we're being you know overcome with with compassion for each other. Like when we see each other hurting, when we see each other struggling, that it makes us want to do something about it. You know, not just oh man. That well, man, that's bad for that brother. You know, no, it ain't bad for that brother. It's bad for it's bad for the family in general, for the body of Christ in general. When somebody is struggling and hurting, and not to have someone to be able to lean on and talk to, or, 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 or you know, or, or or even cry out to, or, you know, people. We don't talk about that a lot of times. You know, being brothers, you know, we're always, especially men of God, we're always trying to be very strong and and very solid, and and you know, but. But uh, sometimes we need to talk to each other, man, and vent to each other in in a way where it's helpful to each other, you know, and express ourselves to each other, man. So, But we have to have compassion, like the brother said. If a brother don't feel like he can come to you, he's not going to come to you. We got to make sure that we leave those doors of kindness and of patience mm-hmm. open, you know, because if they're not open, if people don't feel like you're patient with them or you or you kind to them, then they're going to they're not going to come to you. They're, they're going to be afraid of judgment. You know, they're going to be afraid of what you're going to say or how you're going to treat them or how you're going to act. You know, it says love is brethren, man. Have you ever had a brother or a sister? You love them dearly, you know, and this is and we started the scriptures off with saying how those who follow the commandments are your true brothers and sisters. So mm-hmm. so if you love if you have a physical brother and sister and you love them and you know a brother and sister that's in the word and they striving for this word, you need to love them the same way, if not more, because that person going to be with eternity for you. They're going to be with you forever and ever, you know, in a good place versus the physical brother or sister that might fall short because they don't have God on their mind. And, and you know, they don't have those those guidelines to keep them in check. So, you know, be, it says be pitiful, be courteous, not rendering evil for evil. If somebody do you wrong, man, you got to let that slide sometimes. They're just, they're ignorant, you know, and ignorant, not in a bad way. I don't mean it like, like they're dumb or they're, you know, they don't know any better. Even people who offend you on purpose sometimes, they don't know any better because their way of thinking is off for them to think that it's okay to offend you and get away with it. That right there, you have to understand that you're on another level. You already know that you shouldn't offend people. They don't even know that to that extent. So we got to forgive those things, you know, and it says, or railing for railing because you're not, you know, you can't respond to a fool like a fool. You know, you can't, you can't do that. Sometimes when people, you know, uh, go back, you know, try to trigger you or try to be evil to you or whatnot, you just got to let it slide. Like, you know what? This is just, this is not what I do. I'm not going back. Like, this is not what I signed. You know, I'm, I'm not, 
I signed up to be a new man. I can't put myself or leave myself in this environment. So some people, they're not going to be your brothers and sisters too. You got to keep that in mind. Some people go, want, are going to be sinning all the time. And they go, and sometimes you got to have space for brothers and sisters like that, you know? Sometimes we got to have space and, 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 and keep that peace of mind. But, you know, if somebody's doing evil against you, don't do evil. Don't, don't, two wrongs don't make a right. Yo, he did me wrong. I'm going to do him wrong. Or rarely, you know, somebody trying to slander you you ain't got to slander back they were slandering jesus they were spitting on him they put a crucifix on him and he 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 kept his mouth cut quiet the whole time he didn't even go back and forth with them you know it says but contrawise he says blessing so bless them instead and why why bless them well let's keep reading it says knowing that you are there unto call that ye should inherit a blessing man when you when you understand these things when you truly deeply understand these things and you send a blessing to somebody who's trying to curse you you inherit you put yourself aside a blessing from the most high you know when you let those things go you're like man Lord high help him understand help them see you know like like do show me the way to reach them even though they offended me even though they try Lord help Help me be quiet, help me be patient, and, and help my time come where I can benefit them and show them the way to salvation. That is what you should have in mind for everybody that you know that you encounter. How can I help this brother and sister? You know, uh, coming coming to the understanding of the gospel so they can be saved. That is love. That is the deepest love you could ever find. Helping your brother and sister, you know, avoid the wrath to come because, uh, you know, that's not, you know, when, like you said, brother Obi in the scripture before that, when you see somebody doing wrong, that's love. When you tell them, Hey brother, you know, Hey, I don't mean to interrupt you. You know, it's not my business, but you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, maybe you should rethink that, you know, sometimes trying to find a way, a, a polite way, but that is love. That is your effort in love. Trying to help somebody understand that they doing something that is offending God and they don't understand that. And you love them enough to take a chance to break that out to them knowing they might not understand it and lash out to you but we do what we have to do man and i love the lesson and and uh i'm 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 hoping that this goal i think this goes pretty good with it as well thank you brother yes sir brother that that was uh that that was uh absolutely on on point brother you know um, praise god yeah, we gonna yeah and, and we we gonna we gonna end the podcast with that one we was gonna read one more but um i I, I want to end it on that scripture because I, I want the people to I want what the people to hear the last scripture they hear I want I want it to be uh, on a on a a, a mental or, or spiritual yeah. level of yeah. brotherhood and I I I don't want to get into uh I don't want to I don't want to start to get into the flesh side of it so uh, maybe maybe another time but um. This is this is you know what we've been reading all the time. Th this is what the brotherhood. This is what it really is. Um, I know I fall you know uh, short of that a lot of times. A lot a lot of what we what we've been reading. You know, uh, my mind don't I don't even think in a proper way. Uh, a lot of times, you know. Um, I, I struggle with looking at my, my fellow brother as, as my brother, you know, I'm talking about people who I don't really, you know, I don't, I don't have a necessarily a, a relationship with, you know, somebody, you know, somebody you hang out with. Yeah. It's, you, it's easy to look at them as a brother, mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. but then people who you don't communicate with like that, you know, um, looking at them and, and understanding uh, that the brotherhood man was about all those that believe. I'm pretty sure all them people weren't probably on even on first name basis, but they all knew they was there mm-hmm. together because they all believed and they all was dealing with the commandments of God. And that was enough for them to cling, cleave to one another. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes that it, it's not easy to keep that mentality because we so defensive, you know, uh, we've been taught to, uh, you know, look for faults. We've been taught to be cautious, right? So when when you do see a brother, even even if they if the, uh, brother or sister in the church, and you might see him, you might see him every Sabbath, but you know, you you might still have a mentality where, hey man, I'm gonna check them out, you know. So it, it's not immediate that you even can can turn your mind to to say, hey man, this is this is a person that's a part of the brotherhood. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let's, you know, let's try to, let, let's try and uh, nurture, you know, this, this, this relationship. So this person, man, can, can uh, have strength to continue on. Mm-hmm. I mean, because we see people going, you see people going in and out all the time. They come in the door and then they out the door and you don't see them, you know, um, but you know we we got to get in we got to get into that mentality of understanding that this is what we trying to grow to what we've been reading today we trying to grow to that you know um cuz that that is what the brotherhood truly is uh like the lord say hey man if you only love those that love you you know that ain't nothing cuz sinners sinners do that you know sinner love those that love them so if I'm only gonna love those that love me, then hey, that ain't that ain't that ain't nothing to feel proud about, you know. But to show that godly love and that and that brotherhood, that brotherly or sisterly love to somebody who you don't know, and and it, and for it to be genuine, not with uh, dissimulation, but to be genuine, you know that that's what the Lord looking at, you know, and that's how that's how we grow, that's how we get on one accord, you know. But I want to end the podcast here, and I want to thank the listeners for joining us uh, on the Biblical Resolutions Podcast, brought to you by the House of Jacob Bible Study Class, located at 2515 East 75th Street in Chicago, Illinois. And today we talked about the brotherhood according to the scriptures, and I hope you are edified, as always, peace mighty name of Jesus.